This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. This insert sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. It's a Thursday. That means we're spending time with Wendy Christian, a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solutions. She's been there since 2005 and she's been with us for a few wonderful years. We're talking about uh, bladders today. We often only speak about bladders in an emergency sort of situation. My bladder is full or my bladder is bursting. Good morning, Wendy. Hope you're well. Good morning, Brad. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. In all the years of us having conversations, I don't think the bladder has ever come up in conversation. And it's kind of an awkward conversation to have, but a necessary one. It is. And I don't think too many people think about their bladders until there's a problem with it. (laughs) Yeah. So so let's start off. I mean, we all have one. We all kind of bring it up in conversation uh, and usually in kind of this emergency context. But give us a little idea. What does it look like? Where is it? And what does it actually do? So the bladder is a hollow organ and it's about the size of a grapefruit. Um, It sits in the pelvic area and its main purpose is to store urine Mm -hmm. uh, that has been processed by the kidneys. Um, And so as the bladder expands, as you know, as the kidneys do their work and the waste products um, go through into the bladder, um, the bladder expands and fills and it can hold up to about two cups of urine. Um, but we normally start feeling the urge to urinate when we're at about a quarter of a cup. Well, that's fascinating. It really is. Hmm. Uh, one always imagines it's about to burst, which is kind of what we say jokingly. So if, since we don't often think about it, we've never really spoken about it. I don't think I've ever had a bladder conversation with anyone else besides my wife. Uh, we've got to take care of it. So what are we doing that might be not be taking care of our bladders and what can we do better? So there's there's a few things that we can do better. Um, Many of us um, don't empty our bladders properly. Um, So first of all, we need to make sure that we are emptying our bladders properly. Um, We need to be drinking enough water. We need to avoid irritating, bladder irritating food. So, you know, if if you're one of those people that needs to dash to the loo every every five minutes, Mm -hmm. then maybe there's something that's irritating the bladder. Um, And then we also can increase our bladder friendly foods. Oh, um, I didn't think there would be such a thing as bladder-friendly food. I thought it was always just what we drink. So, so let's let's start with the first thing you mentioned. When we, if we go to the loo but we don't empty properly, tell us more about that. Okay, so many of us are in a hurry. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're busy. You need to get to the loo. You need to get that urine out, and then you need to get back to what you're doing. So sometimes we don't empty our bladders properly. So you need to make sure that everything is gone before you actually stand up again. Because what happens is when we stop urinating too soon, the muscles tighten again, the bladder muscles tighten, and they push whatever urine wasn't excreted back into the bladder. And with that comes bacteria. Hmm. And so that can um, increase the risk for bladder infections. So we want to make sure that the bladder is completely emptied um, so that there's no risk of of bladder infection. So... What about holding too long when actually you should go and you're thinking, I don't want to get out of bed, it's too cold, or I'm too busy now, I'll do it later? (laughs) Yeah. So it's also not a good idea to hold the urine for too long um, because the, the, that bacteria then just cultivates. So the, the idea with the bladder is that you if you want to be constantly moving it. So you want the the you want enough urine to be passed throughout the day and you want it diluted enough so that it can excrete and take the bacteria that is in the bladder with it. So there is always a normal amount of bacteria. So that's 
quite normal in our bodies there's bacteria all over the place but um when when you hold on to it too long then that bacteria has an opportunity to cultivate and so it increases the risk for bladder infections um you brought this up uh, a short while ago and it seemed the most obvious one to me for good bladder health is we need to drink enough clean water Yes, we absolutely do. So the the water helps to flush the bacteria out of the bladder and it also helps to prevent the formation of kidney stones. So if you're drinking water consistently, so that's the important thing is you can't just drink three glasses of water in one go and then think that's enough for the day. It should be consistent and throughout the day so that you're constantly helping the bladder to flush out whatever is is building up in there. And it also then helps to pre- prevent the buildup of kidney stones in, in the kidneys as well. Ouch. So if kidney stones ends up where you're at, is that a sign of not enough water, as you've said, spread out throughout the day for a long period of time? One of the signs, yes. Okay. So kidney stones, is a, you know, that can be quite complex, but it is certainly if you're not drinking enough water. And also the t- when, you ha- when you have too little water, it dehydrates the body and then it causes concentrated urine in the bladder. And so that concentration of of, of urine um, is is not always a very good. So that's that's quite acidic, and it um, can also lead to the buildup of of kidney stones. This brings us to um, the, the the comment you made in the beginning, which is quite weird: is bladder irritating foods. This has been strange. I mean, I can understand drinks, but uh, food irritating my bladder. You'd have to tell us more about that. Now I'm more than fascinated. Yeah. So well, it actually is more drinks. <laughs> Um, but when when we have overactive bladders or you know irritability in the bladder, there there are certainly some things that we can be drinking and eating. So you think, okay, I'm drinking too much water. So water is an obvious one. If you are having too much water, that can uh, increase the frequency of of needing to urinate. Mm. But there are drinks, um, especially in some foods, like spicy foods, for example. But things like caffeine, so coffee. Ordinary tea, um, so tea is an irritant, it, it works as a diuretic, and so that can be irritating to the bladder. Fizzy drinks containing caffeine. And then you would have foods like the spicy foods we spoke about, tomatoes, so your highly acidic foods, tomatoes and oranges or orange juice, vinegar and alcohol. Um, those are things that those are foods that can irritate the. Well, there's again drinks in the alcohol, mm-hmm. um, and then um, tobacco is very irritating to the bladder, and obviously also increases the risk for bladder cancer. Okay, so now you've told us some of the things that don't go well with our bladder. What about some of the things that can? I don't think I've ever said the word bladder so many times. Um, <laughs> food that we can eat that that helps that. <laughs> Okay, so as we know, a balanced diet is always good for our health, but some foods can be especially good for the bladder. Um, and these include garlic, berries, hmm. and bananas. And then obviously also probiotic foods. I haven't mentioned that, but probiotic foods will always help because that helps with the bacterial balance in the gut as well as in the bladder. I just want to jump in here. I don't think we've got there yet, but um, you're talking about bladder infection. Uh, are we going to talk about cranberries at all? Because I know I've often heard of you know cranberries help with a urinary tract infection. Is is that good for the bladder too? That's very good for the bladder. Yes. So uh, cranberries are particularly good. Um, they alkalinize the bladder and are, are quite often used for um, bladder infections. But even just to keep the bladder nice and healthy, it's, you can include cranberries and some of your other berries because of the antioxidants that they have. They're also low in sugar. Um, and 
they they help they just help to keep the bladder they help to keep the urine nice and alkaline. Mm. Uh, you mentioned banana is one of my favorite things to eat. Uh, what's beneficial about a banana? So banana is a, a good source of fiber and potassium, and there's there's a a link between the bowel and the bladder, mm. and you think, but they're separate organs, but they press on one another. So oh. if your bowel is not working properly, if you're more prone to constipation and that bowel fills up, then um, it presses on the bladder and it can cause bladder irritation. So if we can um, eat something like bananas, which is rich in fiber, potassium, it helps to make sure that your, your bowel is working properly and then it obviously um, assists the bladder as well. Mm. This is a fascinating conversation because I don't think it's an organ in our bodies we give too much attention to uh, until something goes no. horribly wrong. So we can, by just making sure we eat and drink carefully and make sure we spend quality time when we do visit the bathroom, do what we've got to do properly, we could have a, a happy bladder. Yep, and we, we can keep it happy for, for very long. You know, there's several other things you can do. You can make sure you do exercises and, you know, all of those things as well. But I think if if we're focusing on the main ones of making sure you're emptying properly, drinking enough water, avoiding the foods and drinks that irritate your bladder, and then making sure that you're increasing bladder-healthy foods or bladder-friendly foods, then, it, it, you know, the rest of the body is going to benefit as well, but your bladder is definitely going to to do well. Mm. Just as we, as we wrap up, Wendy, I mean, uh, sugar and the role that sugar plays, I mean, can that be an irritant? I mean, if you're drinking a lot of sugary drinks or drinking uh, uh, tea with lots of sugar in or, or, you know, throughout the course of the day, we don't realize how much sugar we actually take in. Will that have a negative effect on our bladders too? It would definitely have a negative effect on the bladder because bacteria and yeasts and fungis love sugar. Ah. And so the more sugar we, we're consuming, the more likely there is to be a buildup of, of those yeasts and fungis um, and, and um, bacteria in the body. Um, and that disrupts the balance. And so as soon as we're disrupting balance, we're creating inflammation and then that can irritate the bladder as well. Yes. Thanks, Wendy. This was interesting. Um, if you've missed this, walked in halfway and wondered, I've never heard the word bladder said so many times in one sitting. Um, if you'll pardon the pun, you're <laughs> welcome to uh, go and check it out. The podcast will be available later this morning on kpulpit.co.za. You never cease to bring us oodles of interesting information. That's uh, Wendy Christian. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Thanks, Wendy. That was fascinating. Have yourself a really great day. Until the next time we connect. It's a pleasure, Brad. Have a great day, too. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.